0: Hello, and welcome to the 24 7 Sports College Basketball Show. I'm your host, Trey Scott. Today, we are counting down 24 7 Sports' preseason top 25 rankings with the help of national basketball writer Kevin Flaherty. Before we get started, we'd love for you guys to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star rating. Let's go. Rick Barnes flirted with UCLA, but he's back. He's back on a rocky top. Got a new five-year, $26 million contract. Kevin Flaherty, you know who's not back at Tennessee? Grant Williams is not back. Jordan Bone's not back. Admiral Schofield's not back. But you've still got the Vols, number 22, in our preseason countdown. Why?
1: Well, and Grant Williams taking his Settlers of Catan game with him to the Celtics. So... Uh, it the the thing that I like most about Tennessee is the backcourt. I, I think while you lose Jordan Bone, Lamonte Turner is it, just a perfect fit. He just seems like such a Rick Barnes point guard, and the way that Barnes likes those guys to be able to score, he loves those guys to be able to have toughness. Uh, and, and you add in Jordan Bowden, Bowden, who all reports, you know, he he's sort of made the leap that you would have wanted him to make in this offseason. And then you add in, you know, the 24-7 sports composite five-star Josiah Jordan James. He's got a lot of backcourt pieces, and and I think that Turner and Bowden will be able to score with just about any backcourt in the SEC. Uh, Jordan James' versatility will be a key for them. The frontcourt, a little bit more of a question mark. Uh, It could depend on whether... Arizona State transfer Uros Plavich, uh, I'm Plavich, excuse me, I'm sure I butchered that – gets a waiver to play immediately from the NCAA. But the backcourt should be, if not the best backcourt, every time out, almost every time out for, for Tennessee this year.
0: Yeah, who do you think is actually going to be the point guard?
1: I, I think it's going to be Turner. Uh, I think that Turner sort of fits what we've seen – Barnes like it in terms of Isaiah Taylor and, and some other guys that he really enjoyed having. Uh, I, I think he's going to be more of a scoring point guard. You know, when when you look at the role that he's filled the last few years, that's been something that that Barnes has kind of gotten gotten on him. Is maybe a, a bad way to put it, but has sort of said, "Hey, you're an impact scorer. When you're out there, go out and score." And so I think that. Barnes is going to put the ball in Turner's hands quite a bit this year. He he's going to do it I I think as a a point guard and just sort of stepping into Jordan Bone's shoes, but he's uh he's somebody that can handle it. I think that he can handle the creation for his teammates aspect of it, but more than that I think that he's somebody that is going to have the chances, the shot clock is ticking down to to potentially put some points on the board for you.
0: You spent a lot of time covering Rick Barnes' teams in Austin when you used to cover Texas. Kevin, as you look at sort of how he's built Tennessee, his best teams, you know, it came, you know, upperclassmen guys who maybe weren't these highly ranked recruits. And that's sort of almost how it happened in Austin. Yes, like he produced so many NFL guys, but almost all of his best teams had these upperclassmen, you know, the Grant Williams type. Do you see any parallels to what he's doing in Knoxville?
1: Absolutely, and I think that even even beyond that, I think some of Barnes's most successful teams are, are teams that achieved relative to the talent level that they had uh, were teams that had blue chip, uh, guys or not blue chip, excuse me, blue collar yeah. guys who were uh, who were maybe you know a little overlooked, maybe had that chip on their shoulder, maybe didn't deal with with criticism in, in a negative way. You know, they were players who could who could take it and then, you know, sort of bow up and and then go and get the job done. And it's kind of funny you talking about Texas. I I think my first year covering Texas, they had Matt Hill uh, as one Mm -hmm. of their big men. And one of the things that he said to me was that Rick Barnes will always have to have key upperclassmen leaders. He says, because somebody has to translate Rick Barnes for the (laughs) freshman. And what he meant by that was just that Barnes could get after you. He could be a little bit negative and you needed to have a senior or somebody to throw their arm over the kid and just basically said, look, all he's saying to you is slide two steps over to help our spacing, you know, forget the rest of it and just go play basketball. And I think that Tennessee looked like an incredibly player led team last year when you looked at Williams, when you looked at Schofield. And I think that with Bowden and Turner heading into their senior years, it's going to be a team that's going to be a lot like that again this year. He's going to have that strong upperclassman base. And, and for the most part, these are guys who weren't necessarily, you know, top 25 five-star recruits who who are going to pout when Barnes gets on top of them. And so I think this is the type of team that Rick Barnes is really going to like coaching.
0: Yeah, and you make a good point. Like Lamonte Turner, he's a senior. Jordan Bowden, he's a senior. Those guys are going to help. Josiah Jordan-James, because Rick Barnes, not only just notoriously tough on young players, notoriously tough on young point guards. I got to ask you, what do you think about Rick Barnes nearly taking the UCLA job?
1: The most fascinating part of all of that to me was how honest Barnes was, right? Right. Because because after everything was through, you expect him to say, oh, we, we weren't really that close, or there were some things that kept me here. And no, he basically said, well, if if they made the money happen, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> and that was that, that. was a very bold way to, to go with it. I'm not sure I would have gone the, the same direction. But I would think that it wouldn't be able to help you in recruiting, but then Tennessee's not really having issues in recruiting. And so maybe it, it comes across as sort of a little bit of a breath of fresh air. Personally, I don't think that Rick Barnes would have been a great fit for the UCLA job just because of sort of what we've been talking about in terms of you know when he's had some of his struggles they've been relating to to sort of that that moody upper echelon mm-hmm. talent that, that you're expected to land at UCLA and so uh, i think that Tennessee's a great fit for him i i don't know why he would have wanted to leave but at the same time it, it was both refreshing and a little bit shocking the way that he addressed all of that when when he did wind up coming back to Knoxville
0: well they won 31 games last year went 15 and 3 in the SEC of course got stung by Carson Edwards and Purdue uh, in the NCAA tournament we're going to see what's in store for the Vols uh, coming up soon they're number 22 in our 24-7 sports preseason top 25 countdown and next time we're going to tackle number 21